in the Stevens household, George Kingfish Stevens got a job. He's been working for a week now as a salesman in a local real estate office. Today is payday, and as he returns home, he is greeted by his wife, Sapphire. Oh, George, this is the greatest thrill of my life. You bringing home a pay envelope. Yeah, well, here it is. What are you going to do with it? George, I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to take this envelope, go down to the beauty parlor, and use what's in it to make myself attractive. Well, now, wait a minute, honey. There's only money in there, not magic, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Besides that, don't you go squandering that money. We better hang on to this. George, what you hinting at? Is you in trouble on that job already? Well, I'm going to tell you, this is the bad time of the year for selling real estate. George, I'm surprised you lasted this long. Before this, you never put in a full day's work in your life. Well, now, wait a minute. Before you shoot off your mouth there, what, what about that job I had at the cement company? On my first day down at that cement plant, I was there for 12 long hours. Yes, and the reason was because you fell asleep in some wet concrete and it took them that long to chip you out. (laughs) Well, I got overtime, didn't I? George Stevens, you're a disgrace. You done had 55 jobs in the last two years and you've been fired off of every one of them. Yeah, well, at least I ain't no quitter. Point in Oregon, George. I'm giving you ultimatum. A what? A ultimatum. Give it to me. You better get busy on this real estate job and pull some deals. I'm through with you. Well, now you wait a minute, honey. Oh, I don't know why I ever married you, and to think that 20 years ago I was fool enough to throw myself at you. Yeah, and to think I was fool enough not to duck too. <laughs> Come in, Kingfish. Uh, hiya there, Henry. Say, there's a nasty rumor going around town that you was going to work. Well, that's right, Henry. <laughs> uh, I was working in the real estate office. Well, tell me, Kingfish, did Sapphire force you to go to work, or did you take the job on account of your own violation? <laughs> well, about 50-50, Henry, but uh, at the rate I'm going, I don't think I'm going to keep the job much longer. I can't find no good houses to sell. Well, you know, there was a couple of very nice ones up there on the parkway. I believe the architecture was one of French colonial and the other one was late gorgeous Georgian. (laughs) That's the trouble, you see. All them houses are too expensive. Uh, if I'm going to sell something, i got to get something in the cheaper brackets. That's what i got to get. Well, say, wait a minute, Kingfish. I just remember tonight I might seen in the paper. The state has just condemned the number of houses out in the country to put in a new highway. The state done condemned some houses on the highway? Yes, they ain't in too good shape, so the state will give them to anybody that'll pay the cost of moving them. The houses is free, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, if I could sell one of them to Andy and not tell him that uh, he got to move it, uh, yeah, everything I make would be clear profit there. Yes, yes, Kingfish, but Andy might not want to make the changeover from his room to a house, though. Yeah, if I could tell him that his room and house has been sold, uh, say, wait a minute. Say, you know, the United Nations has been buying up a lot of property in town. I'll just convince Andy that the United Nations is moving uptown, and he has got to get out. Yes, well, good luck, Kingfish. I got to go now and stop by the furriers to get my wife Clara's fur coat out of the cold storage. Oh, you put it in cold storage, huh? Yes, it keeps things from deteriorating and falling apart. 
I've often wished I could put Clary in there for a couple of months. Well, here's in this room. I hope this United Nations stuff works. Oh, how is you, Kingfish? Oh, uh, Andy, is you still here? Well, come on, I'll help you pack. You ain't got much time, son. Kingfish, what are you talking about? Andy, ain't you heard the big news? No. The United Nations has done bought this whole neighborhood. They're moving their whole UN headquarters up here. Lock, stock, and delegates. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, when did this happen? Oh, it was announced on the wireless this morning by the famous English statesman, Churchill Downs. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was broadcast right from the steps of the British Kremlin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, and uh, with people from all these nations moving up here, they have given everybody 48 hours to move out. 48 hours? That's awful short notice, ain't it? Well, it didn't give me that much. Me and Sapphire come home from a picture show last night and found two Bulgarians sleeping in our bed. <laughs> Yeah, well, how is all this going to affect me? I don't want to sleep with no Bulgarians. I'll tell you How is it going to affect you? Yeah. And that the four powers is dividing the whole area around here in four sections. And I see the blueprint of the plan. It's going to be just like Berlin, and the boundary line for the whole thing is going to run right through your room. It is, huh? Yeah. And by the time the U.N. gets through dividing up, your bathroom is going to be behind the Iron Curtain. Well, that's bad, ain't it? Yeah, well, might be a little inconvenient when you get up in the morning. You might have to show your passport before you can brush your teeth. You know? <laughs> Not only that, Andrew, but on account of the Russians, they're going to have to fly your food in here by airlift, you know. You, you gotta eat. Oh, mate, this is a mess. But look, Kingfish, I still don't understand what this U.N. needs so much room for. What is this U.N. bunch trying to do anyway? Well, the U.N. is trying to establish world peace, that's what. What do you think they've been fighting and squabbling for for the past four years? <laughs> peace and brotherly love. Yeah. Well, what about the Russians? Is they after peace, too? Oh, the Russians is really after it, Andy. They are so determined to have peace that they are liable to shoot 10 or 20 million people just to get it. <laughs> And the nutshell of the thing, Andy, is you better move out of this neighborhood. Yeah, I was really in bad trouble, all right. Only thing is, if I got to get out of here, I don't know where I could move to. Ha, 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 ha. Well, the funny thing is you should mention that, Andy. Uh, maybe I can help you, brother. It just so happens that I, being in the real estate business here, I just got a place for you, uh, that's for sale, a nice six-room house, for only $500. $500? Mm -hmm. Listen, all over the country, they're selling houses for ten and 15000 How come I get one at such a cheap price? Because you ain't a veteran, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that helps, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. According to the real estate board, the word is out, give the cowards the brakes. That's what it is. <laughs> I can't go wrong for no $500. I'll take the thing. And I'll go right down to the bank and get the $500 out of my savings account and meet you back here and we'll close the deal. Okay, Andy, and I'll give you the deed to the house. Yeah, listen, Kingfish, uh, you think I'll be happy with this house? Oh, Andy, you'll be in heaven, my boy. It's like being up on a cloud listening to the angels. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
nice of you to drive me out here and look at my new house, Amos. Yeah, well, I'm glad to do it, Andy, but uh, tell me something, son. Uh, how come all of a sudden you was moving out of the department? Oh, I couldn't stay there, Amos. You see, the four powers is going to revite up a Bulgarian in my bedroom. <laughs> Excuse me, Andy, I guess the motor's a little noisy here. I didn't I get, get the drift of what you said there. How come you're moving again? I had to get out of the neighborhood, Amos. You see, the Russians is going to iron some curtains. <laughs> iron some curtains? Yeah, and if that happens, they're going to have to feed me by airway. <laughs> Andy, I can't figure out what you... Now, hold it, hold it, hold it. Here's my house. Turn in right here. Turn in. Oh. Ah, there's the place, Amos. What do you think of that? Yeah, well, it ain't bad for the money, and Say, who's that fella there on your front porch? Now, wait a minute, I'll ask him. Say, mister, what is you doing on my porch? Oh, is this your house? Yeah. Well, I'm from the highway department. I hope you've arranged to move the house off the property by Thursday. Uh, move the house? Why, yes, the new highway goes right through here. Weren't you informed when you bought the place? Amos, I think that kingfish done tricked me again, you know what? Well, well, $500, that ain't a bad day's work. That ought to really make Sapphire happy. I better put the weight over. Here comes somebody down the hall. Uh, come in, Shorty. Hi, hi, Kingfish. I, I just rushed over here to tell you something. I, I guess so handy. And the thing is, if you don't, I, I mean, on account of, if I was you, I, 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 I don't tell nobody I told you. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute, sir. Now, 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 listen. Calm down, Shorty, and, and tell me, what are you talking about? Now, listen, I, I just so handy. And, and boy, if he mad about you selling in my house without no lie, he, he really going to beat you up. Oh, me and I is allergic to that fighting stuff, too. Uh, listen, Kingfish, every man who's a man has got to fight sometime. Well, I remember only last month I had an argument with a great big fella. Oh, he weighed 210 pounds. And was I afraid? No. I, 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 I said to him, meet me down at the gymnasium this afternoon. I'm going to put on the glove. I'll beat you to a pub. And be down there at 4 o'clock shop, and I'll knock you from one end of that gym to the other. That's what I said. Yeah, well, uh, what happened, Shorty? I don't know. I didn't show up. <laughs> Now, now, wait a minute, Shorty. Look here. I think I know how to get out of this mess with Andy. Mm. I know where there's a little lot out in the country that I can get for $75. I got it listed right here. Mm. Now, look here. I'll give him the lot, and he can move the house on that. And I'll still make a nice profit out of the deal. $75. That, that, that's pretty cheap. Uh, this last summer when I was up in the country, I paid $700 for three acres. Yeah, well, uh, you did, huh? Mm-hmm. The farmers around there told me it was grazing land or something. Yeah, they, they said the grass on there was nourishing and healthy and nutritious. They said, said it was wonderful grass. I, I I sold the property after two weeks, though. Yeah, well, why'd you sell it, Shorty? Well, every time I ate the stuff, it made me sick. <laughs> Come in, brother Andy, come in. Stand right where you is, Kingfish. I'm going to beat you within an inch of your life. Well, now, wait a minute, Andy, wait a minute. Take it easy. Would you fight with a man who is smaller than you is? What you mean, smaller than I is? You is half a head bigger than I is. I know, but I fight from a crouch. I get down like this. <laughs> Kingfish, this is the dirtiest trick you ever done to me. 
sticking me with that house without no lot. Oh, is that what you saw about? Yeah. Well, I was prepared to make good on that, Andy. Oh, I was your pal. You know I wouldn't stick you with a house without sticking you with a lot, too. Oh, I'm... <laughs> now, that sounds more like it. Yeah, oh, sure, Andy. Look here. You has done had the lot all the time. The only reason you didn't happen to notice it when you looked at the house is because the lot is 12 miles away. <laughs> Wait a minute, 12 miles away from the house? How do you explain that? Well, you can't explain it, Andy. It's just one of the quirks of the real estate business, that's all. 12 miles. Couldn't they quirk that a little closer? <laughs> and besides, Kingfish, how do I get the house over to the lot? Well, you hasn't moved, that's what. And you can even live in the house while they is moving it. And the trip will do you good, Andy. Oh, I tell you, Andy, there's no thrill like whizzing through the city in your own home. <laughs> Sound good, all right, but where is this lot? Brother Henley, I was very happy to say that it's centrally located. Uh, what do you mean, centrally located? Uh, right in the middle between two other lots. <laughs> well, that's a good location, all right. Yeah. Uh, now, Henley, the next thing to do is to decide just uh, where on this lot to put the house. Yeah. Now, I've got the plans of the lot right here. And I also got the plans of the house. Mm. Now, here, you take the house plans, and I'll take the plans of the lot here, and we'll check the figures. Yeah, okay, Kingfish. All right, ready? Yeah. All right. Width of lot, 35 feet. Width of house, 42 feet. <laughs> well, now, you see the thing, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's run over them figures again. I think, uh, we done messed up a digit in there someplace. <laughs> There's something wrong in there, all right? Yeah, all right, here we go. Yeah, width of lot 35 feet. Width of house, uh... Kingfish is still 42 feet. <laughs> and I think I've hit on what the trouble is. Huh? The house is just a wee bit bigger than the lot. A wee bit? Kingfish, that house is seven feet too big for that lot. What in the world is we going to do now? Well, now, let's not get excited, Ender. In real estate circles, that's what's known as overlapping. <laughs> I think the smartest thing to do is to make a few small alterations. Now, all you got to do is to cut seven feet off the house, bring the outside wall in, and there you are. Yeah, but what happens to the inside of the house? Well, uh, just looking at the plans of the house here to see, taking seven feet off the dining room, that won't hurt it a bit. Still leaves a nice-sized dining room, 12 by 3. Might even get a table in there. <laughs> Wouldn't, 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 uh, wouldn't hurt you to take off the kitchen, neither. All you lose is the sink, refrigerator, and the stove. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the upstairs plan. Yeah, get upstairs. Yeah, well, now, taking seven feet off the bathroom might make it a little inconvenient for you there. How's that? Your bathtub's going to be half inside the half a house and half outside. Half the bathtub inside and half out? That ain't going to look too neat, is it? <laughs> Well, you might run a little ivy over the edge and make it look like a window box up there. Yeah, but listen here. Listen. On Saturday nights, though, how's it going to look to people passing by? Me sitting up there taking a bath on a window box. Well, you just have to wear a bathrobe when you're taking a bath. That's all. Yeah, I'll wear my print one. They'll think I'm a geranium. 
listen, Kingfish, I ain't no fussy guy, but we can't jam that big house of mine on that little lot. Now, you better do something about it. Well, now, don't get excited, Dan. I'll tell you what I can do. What? I can buy ten more feet of the property of the, and the house will fit on it like a glove. Well, now you're talking. Yeah, now it'll only cost you $350 to move the house. Yeah, well, that's about what... Hold it, hold it, just a minute. <laughs> Listen, I done had enough trouble with this house already. If anybody's going to pay to move it, you is. Yeah, well, now, look, Andy, I couldn't pay to move it if I wanted to. I'd be violating the building code. You was sold a stucco house, and under the law, you was a stucky. <laughs> Listen here, listen, I'm going to give it to you straight. If you don't find some way to move that house over to that new lot, I'm going to haul you into court and sue you. Oh, me, what is no... Say, would you like to make up a little list of the newest, most exciting scientific discoveries? Well, then, be sure you put down new Rinso with Solium, because it's absolutely amazing what that new Rinso will do. Rinso with Solium gets white clothes actually whiter than when they were new, and gay washable colors even brighter than brand new. Whiter and brighter than new. See for yourself. Try new Rinso with the scientific sunlight ingredient Solium. Only new Rinso contains Solium. Well, come in, Stonewall. Uh, hi, King. Hey, what's up, you Stonewall? I've been waiting here for two hours to discuss something with you. Now, I've been over the court waiting to see how a case come out. See, a friend of mine was accused of counterfeiting that. Making counterfeit money tonight. I know that man wasn't no counterfeiter. He was honest as the day is long. I wanted to handle the case for him, but I just didn't have the time. Oh, he didn't, huh? No, but he wasn't worried. No, he told me he'd handle his own defense. And by gosh, you know he got out of that unjust counterfeit charge? Yeah, how'd he get out? He slipped the judge $2 million. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, uh, here's my situation, Stonewall. You know there were some houses up on the East-West Highway that the state was giving away free to anybody to move them. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, well, I done took one of them houses without a lot, and I sold it to Andy for $500. Kingfish, you didn't do a thing like that to Andy? Oh, that make me mad. It infuriates me. Huh? Yeah. Why couldn't I have thought of that? <laughs> Uh, the thing I got to figure out, Stonewall, is how to get that house moved for nothing. Yeah. Well, let's see here now. Hey, why don't you tell the state that the house is a historical monument, then they might move it free of charge to preserve it? Uh, well, I couldn't tell them that because the house was only built in 1920, so what is it going to do? You know, Kingfish, the thing to do is to look at this in the spirit of legal jurisprudence. Mm -hmm. In other words... I say that the procedure we must follow is the old principle of veritas omnia ipso facto. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> Lie like a fool, man. Soon, <laughs> hey, uh, 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 you know, I might go down to the highway commissioner and tell him the house has to be moved 
Uh, for the public good. Yeah. Can be used as a hospital or something. Uh, yeah, well, now that's right. Now, you know what? Say, if I told him that Andy was a doctor who was running a free clinic and needed this house for his work, that, that might swing the thing. Yeah. Well, Kingfield, I guess that solves your problem. <laughs> you know, in the legal profession, I really see the drab side of life. Take a case I got to start working on tomorrow. This criminal is the most despicable man I ever met. Hmm. He has spent his whole life jipping and cheating widows and poor, helpless people. It makes me sick just to think about it. Well, if he feels that way, why don't you drop the kids? I would, but I hate to turn against my own father. <laughs> All right, Andy, now, now here's the highway commissioner's office. Now, Eisen already called him on the telephone and explained the situation. Yeah, well, that's good. Now, look here. I was going in and put in the clincher. Now, remember everything I done told you. You was Dr. Brown. I'll go in first, and I want you to come in later at the psychopathic moment. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yes, may I help you? Uh, I asked George Stevens, the big philanthropist. <laughs> I done spoke to you on the phone about an hour ago. Oh, yes. Uh, now, what's all that you told me about wanting us to move a house in the interest of public welfare? Oh, yes. Well, to make a free medical clinic out of the thing. You see, uh, uh, Mother, I would gladly pay for the moving of the house myself, because I've always been a benefactor to these worthy causes. <laughs> But lately, I don't give away so much money that I don't over-benefactured myself. Well, you, uh, you said something about turning this clinic over to a Dr. Brown. Uh, just where is he working now? Well, uh, in the only place he can afford, in an old attic that ain't got no heat in it. No heat in it? Yes, sir. It's really cold, too. The poor fella can hardly stand to work there. Matter of fact, instead of using rugs, he has to operate with a pair of mittens on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, really uh, wait a minute, Mr. Stevens. Oh, I tell you the truth, it really gets freezing up there. Why, the last appendix he yanked out looked like a popsicle. <laughs> wait a minute, Stevens, nothing could be that bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I, I telling you, uh, the only heat he's had up there for, for the last week was one of, one of the patients had a fever of 106. <laughs> this is the most fantastic story I ever heard. Yeah, well, I just wish that Dr. Brown was here so he, you could hear this sad tale from his own shivering lips. <laughs> I said from his own shivering lips. Uh, come in. Well, what a coincidence. If it ain't the world-renowned Dr. Brown. How is you, Mr. Stevens? Can you let me have two bits? <laughs> What is the trouble, Dr. Brown? Well, I've been operating all week, and I just ran out of cat gut this morning. <laughs> you ran out of cat gut? Yeah, and I got two more operations to go. Two big dectomies. One tonsil dectomy and just a plain dectomy, too. Well, uh, what in the world is you going to do, Dr. Brown? Well, if I don't get no cat gut, I'm going to have to stick them fellas together with scotch tape on them. <laughs> and I got some more bad news for you, Mrs. Stevens. Yesterday, I got evicted out of that attic where I've been working. Oh, that is terrible, Dr. Brown. Uh, how is you going to carry on your great work? Well, it's going to be tough, all right. For instance, last night, I was walking along the street, and all of a sudden, a fellow came up to me screaming. I gave him a quick examination and discovered he needed his gallstones took out right away. Hmm. Well, why did you perform this serious operation, doctor? Had to take him to a motel. <laughs> yeah, motel, huh? Well, how did you 
everything work out? Not so good. Checking out time was 2.30, and I had to finish the operation on the front lawn. <laughs> oh, stones all over the place. This is all very interesting, Dr. Brown, but... Uh, uh, Dr. Brown, uh, would you mind waiting outside just a minute now? Be would you? You just step oh, outside. Sure. Now, look, Stevens, I don't believe all this nonsense. Oh. And besides that, my records here show that due to some engineering problems, they're going to have to divert the highway 75 feet from the property. The house won't have to be moved at all. Holy smokes, that's wonderful. And if you want to buy the lot, I'm sure the state will sell it to you for a very small sum. Now, will you excuse me? I'm very busy. Yes, sir. Hmm. Just 75 feet from the highway. Let me think. If I could get a hold of that place myself, I could turn it into a little road stand and a gas station and make a fortune. I hope Andy's still waiting for me. Well, Kingfish, did the thing work out? Is they going to move the house for me? Uh, no, Andy, it ain't. Mm. And I'm going to tell you something, Brother Andy. My conscience has been nibbling on me about this whole deal. It is, huh? Uh, yeah, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Andy. I was going to give you back your $500 and take this whole mess off your hands. Oh, that's great. Kingfish, you was a pal. Yeah, put it there. So this is the house you got, Joe. Yes, Sapphire, I really put over a big deal. You see, when I found out that they was going to divert the highway 75 feet, I give Andy his $500 back and I got the deed to the house. Then I took the money I earned this summer, and I paid the state $150 for the lot. Now I got a place just 75 feet from the highway that we can change into a nice little road stand and gas station. Oh, George, that sounds wonderful. Oh, honey, oh, you know, look here at this fellow with the telescope here. He must be the highway engineer. I'll find out when to go finish the highway so I'll know when to start changing the place over. Uh, oh, Mr. Engineer. Yeah? Uh, since I heard you was going to divert the highway 75 feet, I'm going to put a gas station right here. Well, if you're going to build a gas station here, you're going to need an awful long hose. Uh, what do you mean? You apparently misunderstood about that diverting. We're diverting the highway up. We're elevating the highway 75 feet in the air. There's something big going on. The people that make rent stores giving away a brand new Mercury every day for 30 days. Yeah, ain't that something? How you get yourself one of those uh, Mercuries? Well, do like Miss Gilmore say. Listen here. Well, it's a contest. A new contest every weekday, Monday through Friday, for 30 days until November 19th with separate prizes for each day. The prizes are sensational. In all, there's 30 shiny new 1949 four-door Mercury sedans and 3,000 cash prizes. Altogether, $100,000 in cars and cash. All you have to do is finish this statement in 25 words or less. I like Rinso because... Enter as many times as you like and send each entry with one Rinso box top to Lever's Mercury a Day Contest, Box 3, New York. That's Box 3, New York. Put the name of your storekeeper on your entries. Only residents of the continental United States, Alaska, and Hawaii are eligible. Follow the complete rules on the entry blank you can get at your store. Hurry! Enter Lever's Great Mercury a Day Contest today. Yes, sir, and when you go to your grocer, don't forget Rinso. Good night, folks. See you next Sunday. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. (laughs) 